What about prayer walking? Is this biblical? Prayer walking is a relatively new phenomenon, the origin of which is not completely clear. There is no solid biblical model for prayer walking, although some use the story of the children of Israel walking around Jericho as support. However, to say that certain prayers offered in one setting or while in one position are more effective than those offered at another time or in another manner is simply not scriptural. While we may feel we need to be physically close to a location or situation to pray more effectively, remember that our Heavenly Father, who is not only omniscient, all-knowing, but omnipresent, can be everywhere at the same time, knows exactly what our needs are, and He will respond to them in His own perfect will and timing no matter where we pray. Having stated this, we know that those in Bible times walked the majority of the time, and it's no doubt they also prayed while they walked. Furthermore, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing, 1 Thessalonians 5:17. And since walking is something we do daily, surely part of praying without ceasing is praying while walking, whether at our home, work, or church. I live in the country and one of my favorite pastimes is to walk and pray aloud out in nature where only God sees and hears. I often carry my Bible with me and while I'm praying, I will hold it up to God as I humbly remind Him of His promises. The Bible tells us that His Word does not return unto Him void, Isaiah 55, 11, and I believe He is honored when we claim it by faith. Some of my best conversations with God have been during these prayer walks out in nature. In addition to my own private prayer walks, I also have seen God work miracles as friends and I have been convicted to dedicate specific time to actual prayer, walking through our church headquarters during important meetings. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, 1-8, we are encouraged to pray for kings and those in authority. This includes our church leaders. Recognizing the spiritual battle we face today as a church, I think it's important that we uphold the arms of our pastors and church leaders in prayer, just as Aaron and Hur upheld the arms of Moses when he was interceding for Israel, Exodus 17, 12. We must keep in mind that all those in higher power are ordained of God, Romans 13, 1, and as such, especially deserve our prayers and intercession whether or not we agree with what they do. Most of us can't travel to Silver Spring, Maryland and spend weeks praying for our leaders at the General Conference headquarters, but we can pray in our local communities where we live. Just imagine what might happen, the difficulties that might be overcome, the growth that might be achieved, the backslidden members who might be brought back if we as church members, lay people and leaders alike would band together, shoulder to shoulder, consistently praying for spiritual breakthrough and Holy Spirit blessing. It's true that we can pray for these prayers from the privacy of our own homes rather than on the front steps of our church or walking through a meeting hall or conference building. But I've discovered that meeting together and praying on location carries an added blessing. Not only do we experience greater unity as a prayer team, but being on location also helps us realize the seriousness of the spiritual battle at hand. Thus our prayers are more in earnest, and God answers earnest prayers. 
Of note, Ellen White wrote that Enoch walked with God in prayer. She wrote, I wish I could impress upon every worker in God's cause the great need of continual, earnest prayer. They cannot be constantly upon their knees, but they can be uplifting their hearts to God. This is the way that Enoch walked with God. Thankfully, God hears all prayers offered by those who abide in Christ, John 15, 7, regardless of time, place, or position. However, anything that prompts us to pray more earnestly is worthy of consideration. We would not discourage prayer, for there is far too little praying and watching thereunto, and there is still less praying with the Spirit and the understanding also. Fervent and effectual prayer is always in place and will never weary. Such prayer interests and refreshes all who have a love for devotion. If Christians would take home the teachings of Christ in regard to watching and praying, they would become more intelligent in their worship of God. Again, it's significant to note that there are not a lot of specifics given in Scripture on how to pray as a group unitedly. We are instructed that praying together is necessary, and we are told what should be included in these times of prayer, but we don't have a lot of do's and don'ts. Maybe the silence on this topic speaks for itself. If Christ had taught people a specific way to unite in prayer, that's all we would be doing, and it would be more likely to turn into a mere form. Let us be ever mindful, ever on guard, testing and proving all things by the Word of God. But let us not be among those who will cast doubt upon God's true work.